Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selective I'm joined as ever by Greg Browning. How's it going, Greg? Yes, good evening. Good, thank you. You all right? Good, good. Yep, very good, thank you. And we're also joined this week by Grant, who is better known as Slips Tips. He's going to take a look at the Bundesliga stuff for us this week. How's it going, Grant? Very well, thanks. Delighted to be back on the podcast. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, it's good to have you on, mate. Um, and you kind of kicked the ball off at the weekend there with some Bundesliga stuff on the Mr Fix-It site and had a, a pretty successful start to the, the restart. Yeah, I, I won't claim to be an expert on German football and I think, like most punters, I was betting in the dark last Saturday, but a really strong start, plenty of profit over the, the match previews, so here's hoping for more of the same this weekend. Good, well, hopefully you can impart some of that wisdom on us this week on the podcast, but um, before we start, just to say that we're recording this on Wednesday night, it's like 10 o'clock and we've been waiting all day for some prices coming up in Belarus and some of the games that Greg wants to talk about in the podcast, they're not available as yet, so what we're planning and doing is recording the podcast tonight as a kind of part one um, and then hopefully by Thursday at some point the orders will be available and we'll just top it up with a kind of brief podcast, just confirming some of the things that we're going to discuss in the next 10, 15, 20 minutes um, and obviously based on the prices Greg will fill us in on whether he still fancies some of the best that we're going to talk about. So um, this is effectively just part one of this week's podcast and um, Greg and I will be back with a part two on Thursday. So just keep an eye out for that one. Um, going back to the, the German stuff, uh, last week, guys, what did we think of the return of football with no fans? Um, was it everything we hoped it was going to be? It was... Different, I think. <laughs> Certainly good to have some Saturday football back and some top league European football, although I'm sure Greg might disagree with me there, given his <laughs> Belarus. I think um, hopefully now we're in the second week, we'll stop speaking about there being fans there and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's getting a bit boring now. Um, on the pitch, the professional players, and to be fair, I was actually really surprised that one, the number of goals that were scored... And the games seem to be pretty decent. Plenty of corners, bookings, lots of goals in some of the games. So it actually started off a lot better than I thought it'd be. Yeah, it wasn't looking good for the first half hour. I don't think it was a single goal and a half to kick off the first I'm not going to lie minutes. to you, I was smirking. <laughs> when I saw that first, first five your, games at 0-0. <laughs> waving, waving your Belarus flag out your, <laughs> out your window, were you? Um, I was. But no, I agree. I kind of had a, a chat with one of my mates before the, the, the kickoffs on Saturday, and we were discussing about you know the impact that the lack of fans might have and the lack of atmosphere. And that kind of came to the conclusion that it's probably overplayed a wee bit. At the end of the day, these guys are professional footballers. There's still an audience of millions watching them. Probably at the weekend there, they're getting paid well. There's trophies on the line. There's money on the line. There's bonuses on the line. So. I can't imagine any of them will slack off just for the sake of there not being fans in the ground. So, like yourself, I thought I thought the football was pretty good. Um, you know, I seen I seen some pundits comparing um, Schalke to Dortmund, saying Schalke weren't as prepared as Dortmund were. But my view is Dortmund could have beat them four 0 had the stadium been full anyway. So yeah. I think there was probably a bit too much reading into the fact that it was the first week back and you know there was no fans present. So hopefully, I guess what stood out for me was the fact that there's quite a lot of games with plenty of cards. 
and you mm-hmm. often expect some of these games behind closed doors to be a bit pedestrianised, but certainly, certainly uh, a, a bit meaty in some of the games, actually. Yeah, I mean, I kind of think that we kind of equate some of these games to friendlies, and naturally in friendlies there's not going to be tackles flying in, but as I've, just said, as I've just said, there's still plenty to play for for these yeah. guys, so there's no reason why they shouldn't be given 100%. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with the, the card count, I thought, with no crowd to maybe influence the ref that the cards might dry up, but mm-hmm. most teams picked up at least one card, and there was also plenty of goals, um, I think six of the nine games, so over two and a half, so overall, a good start. Yeah, and I was just looking at Bet365 before we started there, and it looks as if there's more leagues coming online. They've certainly got uh, more and more games priced up. I see Czech Republic and Hungary this weekend. Uh, there's matches, Poland, Serbia and Israel the following week, and then they've also got prices matched, uh, matches priced up for Austria, Croatia and Russia uh, right into June. So we're gradually getting to a point where we might we might even get a decent coupon on in a Saturday. Um <laughs> So yeah, lots, lots to look forward to, but we're going to start off with the, the Bundesliga uh, this weekend and Friday night should be should be a good one. Um, you kind of think it's a Berlin derby, atmosphere will be great and then you realise there ain't going to be no atmosphere, but um, that's one of the games that you've took a closer look at, uh, Grant. Yeah, once again, all eyes will be on the, the Bundesliga this weekend and yeah, the action gets underway on Friday night with Hertha Berlin hosting Union Berlin in the Berlin Derby. Although just one point separates the two sides in mid-table, it really has been a, a tale of two seasons um, for these rivals. On the one hand, you've got Hertha who've had quite an erratic campaign up until now. That's reflected in them recently appointing their fourth manager of the season. The, Four, the, that's some <laughs> going. Yes. <laughs> Going to the fourth manager, who is Mr Bruno Labadia. He's the, the latest man to go into the Hertha hot seat. And he does so with a reputation of steering teams to safety in the Bundesliga. And he got off to a great start last weekend with a 3-0 win away at Hoffenheim. Um, so it'll be, they'll be looking to build on that when they, they come up against Union Berlin, who are arguably the biggest overachievers of the season. They have defied expectations. They sit mid-table in what is their first ever season in the top flight. And they've taken a few scalps along the way, including home wins over Dortmund. And they did win the reverse fixture as well early in the season. But um, in terms of the the betting angles for the, the Berlin derby, they're a couple of markets which I, I like to look off for this one, and they're both goal-related, and with good reason. Prior to the prior to the break, a, a massive 76% of Hertha Berlin matches had seen over two and a half goals scored, over 2.5 goals scored, sorry. And that trend continued last weekend when they won 3-0 on the road. In doing so, they've... There's now been over 2.5 goals scored in Terfa Berlin's last six Bundesliga games. And if you dig a bit deeper on that, you'll see that Hertha's last three home games have generated a total of 13 goals. So plenty of entertainment when it comes to Hertha Berlin this season. But it's not all just about Hertha. It's also worth noting that there's been goals plenty in Union Berlin games as well this season. With 
over two and a half goals scored in, in five of their last six away games. Last weekend, Union couldn't have asked for a more difficult return. They really got over their own half against Bayern, which is understandable. But given that this is a derby, you would think they would look to offer more going forward. With all that said, it won't come as a surprise that the bet I like the look of here is over 2.5 goals in the match, which is priced at 19-20 to 20 with bet Victor. Okay. Um, staying with that fixture, I'm going to also look at another goals um, bet here. And the, the bet focuses on the home team, um, Hertha Berlin, who have scored at least two goals in their last three matches in the Bundesliga. And they've averaged two goals per game across their last five league outings. Union Berlin, on the other hand, have conceded at least two goals in the last three um, Bundesliga matches. And for all the plaudits that Union have had this season, and rightly so, they, they have performed better at home this season. And just given how freely Herfa have been scoring lately, um, as well as some of the, the firepower they have up front, they do have some good forward players with the likes of Ivicevic, Cunha, Piatek is another one who's who can get goals. Um, so looking at the, the overall picture, I do also like the look of the, the five to four on offer for Herford to score two or more goals here, and that's with William Hill. Okay, yeah, that looks a pretty pretty decent bet again. You know, it's it's really difficult at this stage to to make judgments based on forum that's two months old, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I, I guess we're advising tentative bets on on these this weekend still. Yeah, absolutely. The form book went out the window almost. <laughs> there is no form, is there? <laughs> to coin a phrase. Okay, well, that gives us a couple um, to have a look at on Friday night. Uh, come Saturday, there's another bet builder double that you want to have a wee chat about. Yeah, looking elsewhere uh, across the card this weekend, the standout fixture for me is the Gladbach v Leverkusen game. I think that looks like a really good game on paper, and that was my first game I was attracted to with goals in mind again, but the bookies are expecting the same, so there's not much value to be had there. So I've decided to to be a bit more creative, and I've come up with this cross-match bet builder that involves the, the two heavyweights of the, of the division, Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund. Like last weekend, Dortmund played before Bayern, and they'll do so again this weekend. As we all know, Dortmund were sort of in brilliant form before the season came to a halt. And they picked off, picked off, sorry, picked up with the left off last weekend. And that was despite having a number of key players missing. They sweeped Schalke aside in the, the rear derby um, last week, but their, their title credentials should face a, a more stern examination this weekend when they travel to Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg moved into the top six last weekend with an away win, and they're now unbeaten in seven. However, with not too many games left to play, and with a big meeting with Bayern Munich looming in midweek, Dortmund can really ill afford any slip-ups. And they have won eight of the last nine league games, and they've scored at least two goals in eight of those matches as well. So although I do expect Dortmund to win, the outright price at general 7-10 to 10 looks a bit short to me, so... For the purposes of the bet builder, I'm going to combine Dortmund on a double chance in over one match goal. So that's the first half of the the bet builder there. Okay. 
So the, the second half of the Bet Builder takes us to the evening game on Saturday where Bayern Munich host Frankfurt. Bayern, after a slow start, find themselves in familiar territory at the, the top of the Bundesliga. And we've seen them put in some brilliant performances in the Champions League this season um, against the likes of Tottenham and Chelsea. Um, the, the bookies' prices for this match, unsurprisingly, suggest that it will be a, a one-sided affair. Bayern are now undefeated in their last 12 league matches, They've scored at least two goals in 11 of those games. And if you look a bit further across all games, They've banged in 51 goals in the last 16 outings, so they really are in period form. They were so before the season came to a halt. Um, the season, sorry, the same can't be said for Frankfurt, who will be looking over their shoulder in the, the Bundesliga table. They have lost their last four matches, and they do have the, the worst away record in the league as well. Um, the have also conceded at least twice in their last four matches and they found themselves 2-0 down inside around 11 minutes last Saturday when they were at home to Gladbach. So given how out of sorts they've been lately and given how brilliant Bayern have been throughout the season, um, everything does point towards a home win here, stating the obvious with that. Um, but the, the second part of the bet builder is Bayern to win an over one match goal. So just to summarise the the bet builder overall, it's Dortmund double chance over one match goal and Bayern to win an over one match goal and both bets combined to four to five with bet three six five. Okay, uh, you won't go far wrong back in Bayern and Dortmund in the forum that they've been in, will you? Yeah. It- it does point towards that, um, and it would set it up nicely for the, the big clash on Tuesday night between the two. Yep, look forward to Excellent. that. Excellent, midweek football. <laughs> it's been a while, it's been a while. <laughs> okay, you're up next, Greg. We're going to have a look at the Belarus League. Now, there's only six games in the league this weekend. Um, one game off due to Dynamo Minsk, no? Is it Dynamo Minsk that tested? FC Minsk. FC, oh. FC Minsk, yes. Me getting mixed really? up in my Minsks. Again. <laughs> um, so they're missing, uh, obviously our picture is missing because of their uh, two weeks off and also it's the Belarus Cup final on Sunday, although there's some debate about 365 priced up on Saturday. So there's only six fixtures in the league and the first one you want to look at is Shakhtar v Belshina on Friday. Yeah, so it was a good weekend last weekend, I think, across across the matches, um, across Friday and Saturday and into Sunday. I think, obviously, Energetic Brest was good for the cards. We had Energetic most cards in sun, on Friday as well. Sluts got their usual three match cards, a way to bat Borisov, yep. that paid 8 to 11. And Belshina done us proud again on Sunday. They hit six corners to deliver. And the nap again, which is great at four to five, and they they delivered six plus at six to four. I guess the only disappointment was the Smolovici match against mm. Brest. Uh, I'm guessing Smolovici have gone to mass or they've gone to church or something like that because they only got one booking. This Maybe is a side they... who had hit 35 bookings in their previous eight games. <laughs> Maybe they had their eye on a wee week off because they're one of the teams that aren't in action this weekend. They are, so they're be playing FC Minsk away, so they've got a week off. 
Um, it's actually quite good because I might have left them this week. I might have t- turned a, a new leaf. Maybe. As I said last week, Aleppo doesn't change the spot, so I'm expecting them to get back on the card trail <laughs> in their next match. So it was a really good weekend in Belarus. I think at the moment, Bat Borisov are absolutely flying. And for me, tonight, they've went to Dynamo Brest. They've hammered them 3-1. Um, they're now nine points ahead of Dynamo Brest, who are the current champions. And I know it's only match day 10 coming up, but for me, the league's looking almost like it's done. Bat are just relentless now. I think they've won seven of their last eight games, playing really well. I think last year was the first year that Bat Borisov haven't won the league in 13 years. I was so, quite surprised to see them priced up at 45 to win on Saturday in the cup final. That was a lot lower. Obviously, it's probably played at a neutral venue right enough. But yeah, yeah 45 yeah. does seem decent because they're 11 to 10 to win tonight. And again, if you're in the bet builders tonight, I think there was four goals in that game. There was 17 corners and six cards. So again, a terrific bet builder. And I'm pretty sure people listening who would have House. had the bet builder would be on that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bingo player's thing, that one, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Everything in there. So it's a, it's a tight tight league at the kind of mid-table. I think Smolovic and Bolshina still need to get that first win. I don't think they're that far away um, from getting that. So that to takes fair, us to the first we've game. Been, we've been saying that for weeks. Well, no, no, I only said it for the first time last week. And right, they were up I've, been, I've been saying it for weeks. <laughs> and they got a one-all draw last week. So I don't think uh, Bolshina are far away. But they've got a game on Friday and they're a week to Shakhtar. So Bolshina are a newly promoted side. Um, from Division 1 last season. They are bottom of the league. They've drawn four and lost five of their games. But as I said last week, they're not far away. They're, they're not getting hammered. They're pretty competitive. And from a card, sorry, a corners perspective, they've obviously been really, really good, uh, delivering us, what, three winners in the last two weeks. Mm. Shakhtar are in great shape, though. So Shakhtar are at home, uh, sitting fourth in the league, fifth, uh, sorry, third in the league, only four points behind... Uh, Bat Borisov at the moment that'll be 7 points now after Bat Borisov victory but they've kept 7 clean sheets in 9 games Shakhtar so when you look at the betting I think Shakhtar are the shortest price of a team this season They're uh, 2 to 11 to win the match which is really really short Boshina are a massive 12 to 1 so I'm 14, not saying 14 are they 14 are they yep. so they've, they're, 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 they're um, drifting again then on the drift yep. on the drift so I, I don't know what money's coming in for Shakhtar at 1-5, anyway, unless focus on the, on the handicaps, but it's Belarus, for one. Shakhtar, for me, aren't going to hammer Belshina on, oh, on Friday. Belshina, for all their troubles, they've, they've not lost but more than a single goal away from home. No, and that's, that's kind of supports the corners element as well. Yeah. They've actually been really competitive, and that's why I said last weekend, they're probably not far away from getting a, their first win. I think they were only 10 minutes away last weekend against Vitesse from getting a win. So in terms of the betting angle here, Shakhtar are decent for corners at home. So I think at the moment you can get four to five on Shakhtar to hit seven or more. And based on the betting, you'd expect Shakhtar to have most of the match. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of where I now look at Bolshina. So Bolshina may be bottom. However, they're delivering 5.8 corners per game, which isn't bad for a side. Um, who's bottom of the league and it's actually better than seven other sides in the league yeah I think so I, like, I worked out they're sixth in the corner table um, 52 in total so yeah it does belie their 16th place in the, the actual table when you look at their games this season they've hit 
three, seven, seven, two, one. But the last four weeks, they've hit seven, six, 12 and six. Mm-hmm. So they've hit three or more in seven of their nine games. And they've hit four or more in six of their nine games. So it's pretty good. Away from home, they've hit seven, two, seven and 12. They've got a really tough assignment on Friday. And I really don't see them um, leaving with three points. I think it's going to be another possibly narrow defeat, maybe by, maybe by two goals. But on the corners markets and the corners angle, can I spot a despair at the start of the week? And I was really excited to find out what price Boshina would be. Mm-hmm. So Skybet got the finger out their arse and finally gave us prices, I think, <laughs> last night on this match, because it's on Friday, but obviously we're still waiting for Saturday's um, prices to come out, hopefully tonight or first thing tomorrow. So when the prices came out, straight on to team corners and you're getting 8-11 to 11 for Boschina to hit three corners which for me 8-11 to 11 is not a massive price but for a side to deliver three corners and a yeah. side that have done that seven times out of nine and they've hit the corners they've been hitting over the last few weeks yeah. I think it's a really good bet yeah Agreed. so that's and that's the weekend's nap I know it's okay. a bit short but I think any team to get three corners especially in that league um, and a team that's performing really well in the corner front, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's worth backing. So Bolshina three plus corners at eight to eleven, and I'm also going to take Bolshina four plus corners at six to four. Yeah, I've, that's quite a decent jump from eight to eleven to six to four, just for one more corner. Yeah, as you'd expect it maybe to be five to four or mm-hmm. maybe eleven to ten, but it's, it's a fair jump. And Bolshina are more than capable of of delivering four corners in this game. A sky, uh, a sky bet priced up five and six. Well, I'll, I'll just get to that. So, uh, <laughs> one of the Sorry. guys on Twitter contacted me, Thomas Pine. He, he's going all out, all out attack. He is going out to 11 plus. So, what? Skybet are offering 11 plus corners for Bolshina at 100 to 1. Yeah, it's so worth a quid. It's worth a quid. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, he'll do what he usually does. I think he's going to do three, four, five, six, all the way mm-hmm. to 11. And he'll obviously have higher stakes on, yeah. on the nap and yeah. four. But it looks a good shout. What I would say, Shakhtar don't concede too many corners, but I think the way that Boshina have been performing, I think they're more than capable of delivering at least three, possibly four. Yeah, especially at those places. Yeah, and looking at Shakhtar themselves, they're averaging 6.7 team corners per game. So they're usually hitting at least six corners a game. I think in this match itself, if Boshina can deliver at least three or four, then I'm absolutely convinced that Shakhtar will hit at least six or seven. Okay. So you're getting... 4-5 for 10 or more corners in the match, mm-hmm. which again I think is pretty decent, it's a, it's a really good shout Yeah, and it's a bit, how many times would that have landed with Belshino? 5 5 out of their 9 games Yeah, it's not too bad And 5 out of the last 6 Shakhtar games Yeah, I think home form is going to be crucial for, for Shakhtar here, I think, they've got a real chance to kind of close the gap at the top They're obviously playing a team bottom of the league but I just think Belshina's current performances haven't been that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think any team to get three corners at 8-11 is just terrific. Yeah. So I'll have some of that. Okay, so the bets are Belshina three or more corners at 8-11, which is your nap. Belshina four or more corners at 64. And total corners ten or more at 45, all with Sky Bet. Yes. Okay, now, as I said earlier, uh, we, uh, there's, what, three games, four games, three games on Saturday, um, of which we don't have 
quarters and quarts, corners and cards markets priced up yet. So we're just going to quickly run through them with a view to making a call on which bets to place once the prices come through tomorrow. Yeah, so I've reviewed the data. I've looked at the teams. So I pretty much know already what I'll be looking for. So at the mm-hmm. moment, the first game up is Slutsk versus Rookbrest. Mm-hmm. So these are two of the worst sides in the league in terms of card counts. Um, I think between the two of them, they've hit 59 yellow cards, the six red. <laughs> so <laughs> Slutsk are hitting 14 <laughs> cards per game, uh, an average of seven cards per game. And Rookbrest are hitting 3.9 team cards per game and just under six cards per game. So I think at the moment, looking at Slutsk, they've hit... They've hit three or more cards in six of the nine games. Rook Brest really interesting. They're the away side, and they've hit three or more cards in seven of the nine games. So it's 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 highly likely that Rook Brest will deliver at least three cards on Saturday. Mm-hmm. The challenge we've got is, I know what Skybet are like now, I know what the other bookies are like now, they're not giving us great prices for three cards. It's yep. pretty much the norm now. So this is likely to be, I think, around the one to two mark. And that's the case. I'm not keen on asking for four cards for one team. Yeah. So I'll need to see once once the markets come out, how can I try and suck out some value uh, from okay. the card markets in this game? Okay. So that's the first one. Second one is energetic at Islock. So again, energetic. This is the fourth thirty kickoff on Saturday. Energetic, third worst disciplinary record in the league. Twenty nine yellow cards, three reds. Again, they're hitting 3.9 team cards per game, and they've also hit three plus cards in nine, sorry, seven of the nine games. Away from home, though, they've hit two, four, 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 and seven. So they've hit four or more cards in four of their five away games, mm-hmm. and they've also got six players on three plus cards in their squads. I think one of their players, actually, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. Go He's on. One, of, one of their strikers. He Go has. On. No, I, I can't even remember what it is now. I read, I read it <laughs> earlier on. He, he's been booked three times and sent off twice. He's only played a handful of games, so wow. he's probably suspended. <laughs> I know, I know we joked. I know we joked about Morelos, but that is real Morelos for him back. <laughs> well, not, not so much last season or this season, but the season before. Absolutely red mist. So I think for this game, I'd be looking for energetic cards, but it's all going to be down to how can I try and get some value out what's in the card markets. Because right. I don't think we're going to get much on 3+. plus. Okay. Um, so I need to have a wee think about how I try and get something from that one. Finally, though, the last one I do really like the look of is Vitesk at home to Dynamo Minsk. So I've managed to get some decent data on this one, despite, obviously, we're waiting for the markets to come out. So mm-hmm. I tipped Vitesk last week in their match against Bolshina. Um I think obviously the test ended up getting nine card nine corners, which kind of went against the grain because I think most of their games this season they've not delivered that many corners to be fair. But the reason why I highlighted the test last week against Bolshina, they conceded a high volume of corners. They're conceding six corners per game. So they've conceded five or more corners now in seven of their nine games. And they've conceded six or more in four of their nine. So they're hitting four, seven, five, seven, five, four. 9-7-6. So the last three weeks I've hit 9-7-6 corners conceded mm. and they're playing a Dynamo Minsk side who are actually in decent form. Vitesk aren't in good form at all. Vitesk have only won once now in their last six. They're both stuck on 12 points but I think these sides are going to go in opposite directions. I think Minsk will be challenging in the kind of top three, top four 
and the test will probably be sitting around about the bottom three or four clubs. So in terms of Mince themselves, they're hitting 11 corners per game in their matches so far. But what I like the look of, though, is they've hit five or more corners now in eight of their nine games. Now, I went to Perth Academy, so that says to me 89% of their games have seen five or more uh, corners. For what it's worth, I don't believe you. <laughs> and six and seven of their nine games have also seen six plus. So that's 78% of their games have seen at least, at least six corners. They've actually got the second highest team corner count in the league in terms of team corners. So 7.2 corners a game they're getting against a side who have one of the worst corner conceded records in the league. So the market here I'd be looking at is Dynamo Minsk five plus corners, Dynamo Minsk six plus corners. Okay. I might also look at the handicap as well on this one. If I'm being honest, I don't think we're going to get a great price on five plus corners, given Dynamo Minsk's record in delivering corners and obviously contest can see a lot. So they might even stretch this one out to seven plus which I'm not too keen to do. Yeah. What we could get, though, from these games is a double or a treble. Yeah, if the price are too short. A couple of 49s together. So, yeah, we might get Slusk three cards and uh, Dynamo Minsk five corners. So, all we can do is keep an eye out and we'll check, obviously, um, tonight and kind of first thing tomorrow morning and we'll definitely get some uh, selections out these three games. Yeah. So, as we said, we're, the plan is to record... A kind of extra time podcast on Thursday um, where we can update these once the prices are up so just keep your eyes out for that and obviously we'll put the tips up on various Twitter feeds and stuff like that but as we know the prices often go quite quickly in some of these markets so yeah just try and be on the ball um, on Thursday and catch some of the prices before the value disappears. Okay so can you guys just give us a wee recap on your bets for the weekend before we wind up then? Um, Grant if you can go first. We have in the Berlin Derby on Friday night between Hertha Berlin and Union Berlin. The first of those is over 2.5 match goals at 19-20 to 20 with Bet Victor. The second bet in the same game is Hertha Berlin to score two or more goals at 5-4 to four with William Hill. The third and final bet from the Bundesliga is the cross-match bet. The first half of the bet is Borussia Dortmund double chance and over one match goal. And the second half of the bet is Bayern Munich to win an over one match goal. Both bets combined a 4-5 with bet 3-6-5. Good stuff. And the one game that we're focusing on at the moment, Greg and Belarus. Just before that, I thought we were going to have a minute of silence on the, the podcast tonight. Obviously, for those that haven't heard Grant before, Grant's a Falkirk fan. So I think Grant will be looking forward to watching his club play. Is it League One next season, Grant? Is it another season? In the <laughs> <league>. <laughs> so I just, I just I just thought I'd throw that in there. Sorry, that was really really nasty of me. <laughs> so my only game this week at the moment, um, in terms of waiting and the prices coming out, is on Friday at six o'clock, and that's Shakhtar versus Belshina, and three bets on this game, taking Belshina three plus corners at eight to eleven, and that's the weekend's nap. Belshina four plus corners at six to four, and I'm taking over ten match corners at four to five, and these are all with Skybet at the moment. Okay, good stuff, and yeah, we'll deliver some more uh, tips for the weekend in part two of this podcast um, when we're ready. 
Okay, so it's become a fairly regular feature as our quiz at the end of the podcast. So last week, Greg, I asked you to name the 10 countries that have made the most World Cup appearances. Do you know what? I, I completely forget about this quiz until the following week. I've not had a second to think about it in the, in the last seven days. So we got five, was that or six, I think? Uh, six. six. So you got Brazil, Germany, Italy, Argentina, England, Spain and Uruguay. Right, OK. Grant, um, feel, feel, free, feel free to... Did I say France? Nope, yeah. they are on there. Yep. That's a really obvious one, sorry. Three to go. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think continents here. Oh, Belgium. Well done. Yep. Oh, that was a dark horse. That the Netherlands. Uh, nope, they're not on the list. No. Colombia. No, but you're getting close. You're in the right area. In the right area. Chile. Nope. Paraguay. Oh, could be here on eight. Mexico. Uruguay. Mexico. A little bit north eventually. <laughs> That's your ten. So. Just to recap, the 10 were Brazil, Germany, Italy, Mexico, England, France, Spain, Belgium and Uruguay. So this week's question, can you name the it's top 10, but there's 11 of them because the people in 10th place are tied on the same number. So can you name the top 11 players with an all-time record number of Champions League appearances? Raul, Casillas, yep, Ronaldo, yep. Scholes, yep. Giggs. Yep. So who did I say? Casillas, Giggs, Scholes, Ronaldo and Raul. Yep. Five. Um, Maldini? Yep. I'm flying tonight. Yeah, flying. I think Greg's got the answers there. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Neville? No. No. Um, Keane? No. I need to go to Italy now. Um, oh, there must, be some Barcelona, there must be some Barcelona players in there, surely. Uh, Messi? Yes. Puyol? No. Nope. Zavi? Yes. Another one. The Holy Trinity. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Oh, I've forgotten his name. That's bad. Grant's off on no help. Iniesta. Yeah. Iniesta. What is them all? You've got two to go. Two to go. This could be a wipeout. This could be a first. Um, oh. Oh. Goalkeeper. No. No. Oh, that's that going then. Going to see Italian goalkeeper. Buffon. I think, I think Grant mentioned Buffon, although he was a bit. Was there saw him? Yeah. yeah, Buffon and Zidane, my only efforts. No, no Zidane either. Although you're in the right team. Right team, no Madrid player. Matalelli. <laughs> no, no, but, but left field, but I like it. Uh, right, I'm going to leave it and see if any of our listeners can deliver the other two. So so far you've got Casillas, Ronaldo, Xavi, Giggs, Raúl, Messi, Maldini, Iniesta, and Scholes, and there's another two to get. So I'll leave that one out there um, so that's us for this week huge thanks to Grant for joining us tonight um, hopefully the heads up you've given us on the, the Bundesliga games will, will pay a dividend this weekend um, good luck with your bets if you're having a bet on the Bundesliga and obviously we'll be back 
on Thursday at some point with uh, part two of the podcast. So stay safe and uh, just keep your keep your eyes out for that second podcast um, on Thursday. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Cheers, then. Right. Good luck.